Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal! You're my boy, boo! Yo, Adrian! I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah! TV. Nice! Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Caitlin, welcome to the Cave. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Exciting times for everybody today. You know, a uh, high heat press day uh, in theaters, December 16th, and VOD and on demand. Exciting times. What's your thoughts about all this? I had the opportunity to watch it last night. I love it. It was all over the place. Action, comedy, funny one-liners. I know. I really thought, <clears throat> honestly, Mimi and Tom were my favorite part of the movie. I, when I read the script, I was, they're totally unexpected. You know, it's like this amazing action movie with action stars, Olga and Don. But then there's this whole other world inside of that movie that is Tom and Mimi. And Chris is such a talented guy. I absolutely love doing the comedic scenes with him and establishing our relationship and our you know, dysfunctional marriage with our children, these hired assassins that, you know, take their kids on their job with them. Um, I absolutely loved that whole world inside the world. Right, right. Actually, I had Chris on earlier today and I said to him that you guys need a spinoff now. I feel the same way. Like we both got there and we're like, you know, how often do you get a script and the, the thing that you like most about it is what you get to do. Like that's mm. rare, you know? So we were both like, oh my gosh, we love these people. This is so funny. There's so much like backstory. There's so much you can, you can create with what you have here mm. that I was like, we need to see what their lives are like. Can we get like, you know, let's go home with Chris and with Mimi and Tom now. <laughs> Right. Or even a prequel to find out how you got to that place. Exactly. You exactly. Because, you know, at first I thought, well, why is she's a KGB agent? Why isn't she, you know, why doesn't she look like Olga? And where did mm. they meet? Where, you know, why is she this white girl? Does she have an accent? But she can speak Russian, you know. And I thought what was so interesting is that none of that is explained. And then to see when how stylized their costumes were, it was almost like a Wes Anderson movie. I just I I loved that it was just like, well, that's the movie magic. We can do whatever we want, you know, like mm -hmm. who knows how that happened? Like, let's just go with it. And I loved that. That's awesome. So you play Mimi, like you mentioned. Uh, we see you about like about 30 minutes at the movie. That's where we see you and uh, Chris's character, Tom. Uh, what do you love about Mimi? Oh, I mean, she doesn't take shit from anyone. And I love that in the end, whatever Olga did to her, abandoning her when they were, you know, in the KGB together on some mission. Um, I love that in the end, their fighting together brings their friendship back together. And mm. they are reminded of how much they love and miss each other through like kicking ass, you know? And that she is a take charge kind of person and is willing to, you know, kill anybody in her way to get to one of her friends. Mm. Well, yeah, especially when you get the phone call from uh, Anna, which is played by Olga. And, yeah. You know, you're talking to her and everything. Else, and then when you hang up the phone, you're like, we need to find out more. What happened? Because right away, you're like, I might kill her. I might help her. Yes. And you're yes. going back and forth exactly. about it throughout the rest of the movie. 
Yes. And I love how affected by her she is like, you know, she was my best friend and, but that's fine. I don't care. You know, it's like, she's just flip-flopping back and forth. Like, should I kill her? Should I help her? Maybe she deserves it. I don't know. And then in the end, it's them fighting together that, that brings them back together. Right. Speaking of that fighting scene at the end, was that all you? I wish. I mean, look, we did it. We did it all ourselves, definitely. But then obviously the stunt girls will do it as well. So, you know, you do it once with your once with Olga. I mean, many more than one times, 10 times with Olga and then 10 times with Olga's stunt person. And then they'll get two stunt people do it so they can cut into whatever, you know, whatever we didn't get that the stunt girls got, you know. Mm -hmm. What's but we definitely like, did all of it. We definitely yeah. knew and did all, the entire sequence just like the stunt girls did. Yeah. When you're going through that sequence, what's going through your mind? <sighs> Please don't fuck up. Please don't fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be, you know, she's she's so talented and she's done so much uh, stunt work before mm. that I didn't want to be like the newcomer that had no idea what they were doing. So I definitely took the time before we shot to make sure that I knew that choreography, like the back of my hand, but I loved it too. It was so much fun. Mm. And not only you interact now with Anna, you also interact with Don Johnson. How was that? Oh, he's so great. So warm, so kind, you know, says hello to everybody. He's handsome, charismatic. He's everything that you would think he is. Mm. And we also mentioned how Chris, Tom plays Tom on the movie. Uh, how hard was it? I asked the same question. How hard was it to keep like a, a straight face with some of the one-liners you guys oh were back and forth with? That was just the best. Like he was just, we were throwing things back and forth in the car. And there were many times that I was like biting my cheeks not to laugh because it was so fun, you know? And, and, and also you don't get to, there's not many projects that you get to improv on. And this mm. one, they were very loose about it. You know, if you, cause when they had gone through different iterations of the script, we were like, you know, we like this better and what happened to that. And they were like, the director and writer were like, whatever, bring it back, whatever you liked, like elaborate on it and say whatever you want. So Chris and I would sort of work out ideas that, you know, when, how, what was our relationship with like with Dr. Gottlieb, with our therapist and, what, what did he see in her office? And I, you know, many times I was biting my cheeks because he's so funny. How would you describe now that relationship also between you two, like in the movie, like it kind of seems, feels like you're the boss and you're telling him what to do pretty much. Yes. And maybe that, maybe she's always been the boss, but I always, mm -hmm. but I imagined it that she, that he took more initiative and was more of a man in her eyes when they first met and that, you know, her having children and her being a mom has sort of changed their dynamic. And she's wants to get back to that time when she felt like he took the initiative in their relationship. Who knows, by the way, like to me, she probably was always the ball buster that she is. <laughs> but I love that in the end when she's like, well, take some initiative. And then he, yeah. you know, sees that as, oh, I know what I'll do. Like, I'll shoot the, I'll, I'll shoot, I'll be the sniper, the amazing sniper that he is yeah. and save her without her telling me what to do. And that's what she is attracted to when she comes back to him at the end of the movie. And I love that, that that sort of was a through line and that wasn't there either. Like Chris and I had talked about that as well. Like, Oh, mm. maybe the reason that he takes the initiative to, to shoot while she's in there is because that's something that there is lacking in their marriage. Mm. So that's why we talked about that when we talked about um, our relationship counselor. 
And you mentioned the, the girls that you have, D'Ambrosio twins. I had Kiara on the show. How great are they? And how freaky are they, that uniform down in that dark alley? Oh, my alley? God. So funny when Jackie Long's like, <gasps> sees them coming after him because they do look that freaky. And, like, their outfits were hysterical. I loved that. So December 16th, High Heat in Theaters, VOD. What's next for you now? Any other projects you're allowed to tell us about that you got coming up or in the works? Nothing that's coming out anytime soon. No, hopefully this project will bring some more because I absolutely love doing the comedy action. You got to push the prequel or the sequel with you guys. Exactly, right? <laughs> Caitlin, uh, <laughs> this was great. Uh, thank you for giving me privacy. today. Thank you. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.